And so when you're at a party or you're at a job interview or a business function where that small talk is really hard, if somebody says, hey, what are you looking forward to? Or what do you have going on? Or tell me about yourself. You can, you automatically have experiences that you've just had because you've been checking things off your list, but you also have plans and hopes for the future. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9 to 5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome back to the Digital Dreamer podcast. So we've talked in the past about the benefits of journaling. Today we want to get a little bit more specific and talk about the value of making lists. This is not a new concept, and a lot of people who do things like bullet journaling, they do this a lot with pages and pages of lists. Now, I have been obsessed with this idea for a while now. Some people might call these bucket lists, but I don't really like the phrase bucket list, although that's what a lot of these types of lists are known as. I kind of like to call them dream life lists, which fits in really nicely with the name of our podcast, The Digital Dreamer. But I just like to think about creating a variety of lists that help you create a life you love or a life that's ideal, a life that you're excited about living. Yeah, there really is no time like the present to start living your life to the fullest. I know that I've always loved making lists and I never throw journals away ever, ones that are full, even if even if I might think right now, oh, this doesn't have anything useful in it. I never throw them away because how do I know that it has nothing useful in it, right? But I've always been making lists and I think part of that comes from ADHD brain and anxiety and just constantly feeling like I need to get everything out of my brain. So I have just lists for everything under the sun in my notes app, in my journals, because I just have always felt like I need everything out of my brain. Right. And so some of that is lists to like organize your life or just to organize or keep track of random thoughts. And it's really funny. I just got back from a meeting with a friend where Um, We've been working on her business for a year now, and we were talking, and I said, oh, I have a whole page full of notes on this from our last conversation, and I have, you know, pages and pages of notes and lists and ideas that we came up with a year ago, and I just always find it helpful to brain dump my ideas onto, I do a lot of it just in a Google Doc, and then I'll link my notes to my notes to my notes in different docs so that I don't lose all the ideas that are on the same train of thought. But just the idea of writing stuff down so it's not in your brain is part of it. But then also just creating lists so that life can be a little bit more exciting. Yeah, and you know, we're about to get back into winter and it's really easy to get really down and depressed. So I think having lists of things that will make you excited about life is really important. So I like this idea because as we've established, I hate winter. And I feel like all of the things that I was looking forward to are all outdoor summery, nice weather things. And now we're into this, it's dark all the time and starting to get cold and gloomy. And so the other day, what got me excited about this again was I was talking to a friend and we were trying to decide where we were going to meet. And I said, hey, why don't we meet at this restaurant 
that you have a whole list of restaurants that you asked me before about that you wanted to try. Let's meet at this restaurant. And she's like, what restaurant was it? And so we started creating a list of restaurants and coffee shops that we had heard of that were like, yeah, that would be super fun to go to. And then I said, why don't we work our way through that list over the winter? And then we both got really excited because it's like, that's something super fun to look forward to. Yeah. Well, and I also feel like because of the pandemic, all of our bodies have been in fight or flight mode for so long that, you know, we've been in like survival mode. So I feel like, at least for me, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like a lot of us have gotten into this new routine of doing just the necessary things we have to do each day to survive because that's what we were doing during the pandemic to like get through because our bodies were quite literally, like there were studies about this. Our bodies were all like literally in fight or flight mode, like just trying to survive. And so I think making these lists and, you know, not even just making like bucket lists, but making gratitude lists and things like that is a good way to maybe get yourself out of that because that's honestly, that's just no way to live, you know? Right. Well, and I think just because of we got into this rut during the pandemic. And and yes, there were some good things. Like I still, I wrote in my journal about this. I saw it just the other day about how I really liked, I wrote it as some of my favorite things during when I, I keep a list of my favorite things that happened during months. And one of my favorite things was that we were having family game night and like making big productions out of cooking meals together. And so I think good things happened during the pandemic. But for the most part, we just kind of got into this rut because we weren't able to go out. We weren't able to do things. So I think creating lists helps us dream a little bit and make plans and have things to look forward to. But I also like lists because there's just a lot of good reasons that you should keep lists. Yeah. So like you kind of already said, one good reason to make lists is because it kind of helps you identify your goals and your dreams and it makes you have something to look forward to. And I think Keeping lists is another way that you're writing down these things that you really want. And that's kind of a form of manifestation. True. Yeah. And I think it also makes you a more interesting person because it gives you something else to talk about. And if you are always creating lists, and we'll talk about some of these types of lists here in a second, but if you're always creating these lists, that means you have hopes and dreams and plans that you're making. And so when you're at a party or you're at a job interview or a business function where that small talk is really hard, if somebody says, hey, what are you looking forward to? Or what do you have going on? Or tell me about yourself. You can, you automatically have experiences that you've just had because you've been checking things off your list, but you also have plans and hopes for the future. And so that's just like stuff that just makes you a more interesting person. And it maybe even gives you ideas of questions that you could ask other people about their lives because you're trying to build this dream list. I also think it helps you look for the good and create a perfect day for yourself. Like I recently made a list on my notes app on my phone where I just made a list of like tiny little things that I could do that make me happy that I could add to any day that would automatically make me happy. And they're like little easy things. Like I have this really easy biscuit recipe from scratch Mm. and I was like that makes me happy when I make those biscuits or um listening to an episode of a podcast I really like or cooking my favorite dinner like I have just have a running list of little things that make me happy that will automatically boost any day 
So the other thing I like about that is that it gives you something in your life that you have control over. So when you feel like in the pandemic, we all felt like we had no control over our life. Maybe something really stressful is going on in your life right now. Those lists, if you're creating different, a variety of types of lists, they give you something you have control over. So even if, well, when you were little, we used to have this thing called the Great Big Book of Everything from, it was a play on some book called the Great Big Book of Everything that was in a cartoon that you guys used to watch. But we used to, we had a great big long list of when we're bored, here's our list of things we can do. And so when you guys were bored and you would ask, come to me and ask me to solve this, what should we do problem? I would say, get out your great big book of everything and pick something off that list. And we had like over a hundred things that you guys could do. But so even when you're little, it can give you control over your environment. Honestly, I think we need an adult version of the great book book of everything. I know. Like I really think I do. we do. But I think that lists are kind of like your great big book of everything. You could make that be yeah. my when I have nothing to do or when I'm feeling blue list or when I don't have anything to do on a weekend list or places to go in my hometown list. You could do all kinds of cool things. And so I just think there's lots of value to creating lists and to me, that just makes it a lot of fun. But let's talk about some of those kinds of lists that you could make. So when you're thinking of what kinds of lists you want to make, they can be short-term lists, long-term lists. Think in terms of relationships in your life, adventures you want to have, places you want to travel, experiences you want to have. Just like a good tip is that if you need a list of lists to make, Pinterest has you covered. <laughs> people people true. have on Pinterest, there are people who just make lists of lists that you should make. And you can create lists like things I want to do as a family, things, a, a bucket list for couples, things as a couple, date night ideas, or a, as a group of coworkers, you could have business bucket lists or business goals, but also fun things to do that are team building that just energize you. Or like vacations you want to take with your girlfriends. Yeah, there's so when you think of them, think of all the areas of your life, but then also think of the people in your life that you want to, because another thing about thinking this way is it helps you build connection if you're not just creating a list for yourself, but if you're creating a list with somebody else, it's like a relationship builder. And then another thing I like is that your list doesn't have to just be things you want. It doesn't have to be material things. It could be experiences you want to have. So thinking just about experiences, like I was talking to a friend and she was just telling me that she created a bingo night for her friends, but it wasn't just bingo night. She looked up the history of bingo mm -hmm. and the history of like all, I guess there's like little rhymes that go with every single letter number combination that you can call. Mm. She wrote, looked up like the history and the stories behind those rhymes and kind of made just a whole night of it. So it wasn't just, oh, let's come to my house and play bingo. But there was something. Right now we're in getting into the Christmas winter holiday season and a lot of cities have festivals of lights or luminary walks. You could create a whole experience for your friends around that. Maybe it's a come over for cocktails and then we're going to go do this or come over for cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and then we're going to make our own luminaries to put out in our own neighborhoods. I mean, think about in terms of things that sound fun that are also experiences. And one of the things that kind of gets me going on this is I think about we're getting into the holiday season, and 
There's research that shows that people value things that are experiences over material things as gifts. I mean, I sure do. I know that for sure. So then I got to thinking about why is this the case? And I found this study. There's an assistant professor of marketing whose name is Amit Kumar. I'm probably butchering his name. But his study is called Spending on Doing Promotes More Moment-to-Moment Happiness Than Spending on Having. It was published in the May 2020 issue of Journal of Experimental Social Psychology. And the researchers concluded that people are happier with experiential purchases over material purchases. And it doesn't matter when you measure the happiness, if it's before, during, or after they have this experience or this make this purchase. Experiences also provoke more satisfaction, even though people typically spend more time using their material possessions. So like you could take a trip and have all these memories, or you could buy an iPad that you use every day, but you might still value the trip and get more satisfaction from it because it has all that bonding. Definitely. Like, yes, your iPad is practical, but you're not really bonding with your iPad. You're not making memories with your iPad. But you'll be making memories on your trip with your family or your friends. And that's what they concluded in the study, too, is that the experiences live in our memories and in the stories that we tell other people. And then, you know, like when you have a family gathering and you start telling stories about, remember that one time we took that vacation to Cancun and it poured down rain the entire time and it was flooding? True story. It flooded our hotel room. The Wi-Fi only worked in the tiniest corner of one like corner of our hotel room and only one person could be on it at a time. So you can imagine two teenage girls and one elementary school age girl. There was there was drama about the the one corner of the room where the Wi-Fi worked. Yeah. So it was seriously one of the worst it vacations was like, I think we it was ever a, took. It was a literal monsoon, I think. Yeah, it was flooding it was like- <laughs> And and the hotels sorry, this is so off topic. The hotel's um solution was just to keep, come to everyone's door and just shove some towels keep under the door. Us <laughs> towels for it. To shove under the door to make it flood less. And then once it stopped raining and we could finally go outside then we all took turns getting food poisoning, stomach bugs, stomach whatever. bug from probably drinking bad water in Mexico. <laughs> but anyway, so it was not our best vacation, but we still laugh and bond and tell stories because it's kind of funny when you think about it after the fact. Okay, my favorite part of this whole story though is that dad had been like, because we were all so miserable, he said, okay guys. We can, honestly, we can book a flight and go home if you guys want to. And we all were like, yes. And my littlest sister, Katie, who's in elementary school at the time, goes, I don't want to. And so we all had to stay because she wanted to stay. (laughs) Even though, guys, you could not go outside. It was a literal monsoon. It was flooding. We were all sick. The Wi-Fi didn't work. There was nothing to do. And we all stayed just because Katie goes, I think I would like to stay. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. But... Sticking on this topic of experiences, because I think that these lists, you could create idea after idea of experiences you want to have with key people in your lives. I think that's really important because we're all looking for satisfaction and love and fulfillment. And especially this time of year, we find that we're buying, spending so much money on stuff we don't need just for the sake of filling a stocking, buying a present, checking a box. 
hoping that we are going to fill some hole in our heart. I sound like I'm talking about the Grinch here. Well, but I also think that this kind of ties back to thinking about the people in your life, their love languages. Like, for example, my love language is quality time. Sure, I do. I I would like some certain practical things as gifts. Like, I do need a new computer, iPad, whatever. I would still, I think, over all of those things, rather someone give me a gift where we're going to go do something together and spend time together. If your dream life includes starting a business or making your side hustle your full-time gig, I would love to help you make that dream a reality. Send me an email at kim at irisdigitalmediagroup.com and let's talk about how you can take action to help make your dream a reality. Well, and there's a reason why we see that cliche through the holidays about the best present is your presence. And it's for this reason. People really want quality time with the people that they love. Or or even acts of service. If someone you love, their, their um, love language is acts of service, your gift to them could be Let's go, let's go pick out paint and paint that room you've been wanting to paint. I'll help you. Or let's build some of that furniture that you really want to, you know, like things like that. And that's, and that's also still spending time together, making memories. Or it could be something like finding a way to support somebody's hobby or something that they're trying to learn. Like let's take a photography class together or I'll pay for your photography class. So it's, Something that is valuable to them that like they're going to take this class and they're going to remember who this gift was from the whole time. Anyway, that is a little bit of a side tangent, but I do think it's important just to think about the value of experiences and the value of building those memories and then having those memories to fall back on and to reflect on and it just builds deeper relationships with the people in your life. So I have lots of ideas of kinds of lists that you can make. Should we go through some of our ideas of kinds of lists? Let's do that. So one of my favorite kinds of lists to make is things I'm looking forward to this week where you just write down, it can be the simplest things, but like I will write down Dancing with the Stars on Monday nights, or I know that new episodes of this show come out on this day, or I'm going to see my sister on this day. Just writing down Things that you're looking forward to that week so you really can see, oh, even though this seems boring, like it's going to be a horrible, dreadful week, like whatever, there are still things that I'm looking forward to. And then you can find the little things each day. And this also helps if you realize, oh, okay, so like Tuesday, I don't have anything exciting going on. Then you could pick from your other list I was talking about where you add something exciting for yourself. But that's one of my favorites. And then also going further on that, like things I'm looking forward to this month or this year. Those are some of my favorites. You could also kind of building on what you said, build a list of these are my go-to self-care rituals or habits. These are the, because sometimes you need self-care, you need your soul, your body is craving something. Yeah. But you're just like in such a funk that you're just like, you know, you flop around on your bed or you scroll social media when really there's something that wouldn't take a lot of effort that would really make you feel a lot better. But you're just, you're not even in a mental place to come up with that. So having that as a list is kind of handy. 
And then I think making seasonal lists, like little seasonal bucket lists of things I want to do in the fall or for me, things I want to do in the winter because I feel like in the winter is when I'm like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to do anything. I'm depressed, whatever. So having a list of things you can do in the winter, like fun things, is a good one because maybe some people love winter, but I don't. It's not a good thing in Kansas. Like I feel like if you live someplace like Colorado where you're... The world in Colorado, at least it feels to me as somebody who doesn't live there, is very, very full and full of ideas and things to do in the winter and in the summer. But here in Kansas, I mean, like, you don't want to come visit me in in the winter because we're just going to sit inside or go to a movie or watch a movie. I mean, there's nothing to do here in the winter. But one of the lists that I was thinking of the other night is, like, what if you decided you wanted to have a foodie night? And you and your girlfriends or you and your family came up with like some really elaborate meals and you had lists of these themes, dinner themes that you wanted to have. And maybe once a week or once a month, you worked through that list of ideas and everybody got in the kitchen and took part in that experience. Okay. Have you seen the thing on TikTok where it's a bring your own board night? No. And everyone makes their own kind of board, whatever that means. So someone could bring a charcuterie board. I saw one, this girl brought a Chick-fil-A board. And it was just oh, a board yeah. with like nuggets and fries and spicy chicken sandwiches and all the dipping sauces. And someone brought a dessert board. Like, so it's bring your own board and you decide what kind of board you want to bring. And I was like, so that, I love that. I also wanted to have a dinner party once um, at my apartment, but I never did. And the theme was going to be everyone brings one of their comfort foods and it's a comfort foods dinner party. Oh, that's a fun idea. So everyone makes something or buys it and brings it, but it's everyone brings a comfort food. So it's just a whole meal of comfort foods. And then obviously you probably have to add, I don't think anyone's comfort food is like green beans, maybe, but I don't think so. So like you probably have to add some veggies in there somewhere, but like, but you know, because we can't eat just, I mean, we could eat just potatoes and mac and cheese, but we probably shouldn't. Yeah. So here's another one I thought of that I think might appeal to some of the empty nesters. So in our case, youngest kid goes off to college. Now you're stuck at home alone. How about a list of friends I want to reconnect with? And when you make a point of reaching out to them to have coffee or lunch or dinner or to go hiking or paddleboarding. I also, I also. On whatever interval. I think that's a good one too for people who recently graduated college, at least like in the last few years, you know, friends you want to reconnect with, friends you want to make sure you go visit. Because I think as you get older, you really do have to be intentional about meeting up with friends. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it'll never happen. If you're not intentionally, like you have to have intentional friendships. Which I think is also another time when that's an issue is when you first have a baby. Yeah. Because you have I mean, a baby, know, your but... life cha- your life changes, and it's really hard to connect with those friends. But then, what about regional wineries and breweries? Or you know, we kind of live in barbecue country. Best barbecue, like I'm going to go try everybody's burnt ends or everybody's brisket or whatever. Another one that I have on my phone that I've been liking to encourage me to save money is things like a list of things that I'm saving my money to be able to buy, like things oh. I would want. That, that are like purchases that I don't need, but I want them. Mm-hmm. So when, when you're like, ooh, maybe I'll just DoorDash dinner tonight, then you look at your list and you're like, okay, but then that's that's $25 that I'm spending on dinner that I could be saving for my thing. Ooh, so it's like an incentive to save money. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're like visualizing these things that you really want. I also think it's that's a good kind of list for like um, 
people who are moving into their first apartment or their first home, it's like a running list of things you want to buy for your home, but you don't need right now so that you can kind of just visualize. I mean, I feel like for some people that could give them anxiety, but for me, it's, yeah, it's more, you know, like, yeah, I I mean, I have a list of a running list in my journal of things I want to buy. And it's always amazing to me because the same things can be there for years and years and years and the time has still not come. Ooh, I think another good list would be like local day trips. Oh, that's like, a good one. Like trips that you could take within the day nearby you and you could just make like a little or, or local weekend trips. Just mm-hmm. things that like, you know, like from here, from Kansas City to Oklahoma City or mm-hmm. something like that. And then we're also in... The time of year where we're going to start seeing all these ads for New Year, New You, and just all the New Year's resolution kinds of things, but which I am not a huge fan of strict New Year's resolutions because I think that we tend to come up with all these big ideas. We're going to completely change our lives, and then two weeks later, we're like completely forget about. By the end of the month, we have completely forgotten about that New Year's resolution. But what if instead? You made a list of new things I want to try in 2023 or adventures I want to have in 2023 or some kind of a list where it wouldn't have to be, it could be 12 things, it could be 52 things, but whatever is manageable of just things that would be new adventures or experiences. Yeah, I also think with New Year's goals, I think the reason I don't love those is because we get into this mindset. We're like really pumped. We're like, okay, this is my New Year goal and I'm going to do this. Then the second you fall off the wagon, you feel like a failure and you're like, well, that didn't work. We're giving up on that. So I think it's better to maybe make a list of just long-term goals you have instead that you can work toward. And we've talked about this before, goal mapping, where you make big goals and then you work backward and make little smaller goals within that. I think that's a more effective way than choosing something for New Year's or whatever because most people do not complete their New Year resolution. Right. Most people give up within, what, the first five weeks, maybe less? It's, yeah, by the end of the month, most people have forgotten. So we we have we could go on and on and on of all the kinds of lists you could make because once you start thinking about it, you just get really fired up and start creating all these new ideas. So hopefully this has opened your eyes to the possibility and hopefully gotten you excited about making lists of things to look forward to. But then thinking backwards, I think this is also helpful too, is keeping lists of your accomplishments things you like about yourself. Maybe you could make, if you're dating or single, things I want in a partner or a spouse. Or if you're married, things I love about my spouse. Or things that brought you joy this on this day or this week or this month, this year. Keeping a running list of things like that. Thinking about things you're grateful for. Complimenting yourself. Things you do well. Things that made you happy. Things that made you smile. You could keep a list of the best compliments you've ever gotten. Or the best compliments you ever gave. That like too. compliments Ooh, you like get or that. kindness that you spread and put out into the world. There's again lots of things, but I like these lists of things that are actually you have done, things that are true, things that are factual, things that you know about yourself. Because again, sometimes you just need a pick me up. And so your book of lists could serve as your highlight reel. And on those days when you need a reminder of all the good that is in your life, you can flip through that book and you can remember, oh yeah, 
I, I do have these interests. I do love these things about myself. I, I do contribute this to the world and it should help, help elevate your mood in times when you need to pick me up. So I saw something recently that I did and it was a challenge to make a list of 100 desires that you have. So these can be big things, they can be personal desires, um, desires like things you want to own or they can be you know, like professional desires and you're supposed to write a list of 100 things. I tried, I could only get to maybe I think 25 and that's kind of the point is that when you're trying, you're like, and at some point, I think it was even at like 25, I'm like trying like to even get that far. I'm like really trying to think of like things I want. And the point, the whole point of that list you're supposed to be making is to show you how much you actually do have, like how good you already have it. If you can't even think of a hundred desires, right? Things you really, and, and it's also supposed to like really put into perspective the things you really want. And I just thought that was a really good exercise. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It, it really puts into perspective, okay, these are these are the things. If it took me this much to, you know, even think of these things, these must be the things I really want. The things that come off the top of your head right away. But the whole point is that a lot of people can't even get to 100. It's supposed to put into perspective, okay, I already have, I already have so much, like, abundance in my life. I have so much already. My life is pretty good. And then helps you focus on these are the things that I, I really want, at least right now. Yeah, I love that. I think that's, to me, very similar to making the list of things that you love about yourself, the things you appreciate about yourself, because it's hard to get past the first, I don't know, whatever, you come up with a list off the top of your head, and then you're like, Ugh. but the more you make you make yourself think about it, the more you can come up with more good qualities, and it's just a good way to reinforce when you're feeling down that you're a good person and that you have a lot to contribute. We are going to be posting some ideas for lists that you can make on our Instagram. So make sure you check that out. And also send us a DM with some ideas for lists. We would love to hear from you. I want to know what kinds of lists you're excited about making. And maybe you have something I want to try, a list I want to make. So yeah, let's share those ideas. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars, subscribe, and share with a friend. Bye, guys. Bye.